Welcome to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Saturday morning to you. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing? I'm good, Jason. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing fantastic. Uh, looking forward to uh, a little bit cooler weekend here. So uh, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Well, me too. It, it's, um, we, we've been very fortunate in this area to have pretty good weather and, uh, and, and very little calamity. So unlike some of our brothers and sisters in other parts of the state, particularly in southeastern North Carolina. And we certainly uh, want to wish people well in their times of uh, great need. Uh, but um, anyway, um, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't agree with you more. But let's go ahead and jump into the topic of the day here, Bill. And this is something that we often talk about. This is relating to the VA. And if uh, understanding how uh, their their benefits and their uh, uh, the VA pension works wasn't confusing enough. There's some new regulations. Is that what I understand? Well, the, they, there are some very new regulations, and I need to talk about them. Uh, but first, uh, I want to put it in perspective, and so I, I hope you'll follow along with me. Well, you're very, Jason. you're very good at this. So I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. First question, what kind of car do you have, or vehicle, I should say? I've got a truck, a Nissan truck. All right, but what, what year is it? Uh, it's uh, 2011. 2011, not that old. In fact, it's newer than the one I drive. <laughs> okay. Uh, is your truck running well? It is running well, knock and, on wood. And you enjoy driving it? I do. Okay, so um, here's the question. Uh, since you have a car that you or a vehicle that you consider to be dependable and things are going well, do you pay any attention whatsoever to advertisements for new vehicles? A little bit, but not much. I suspect you're fibbing. Yeah. The truth is, uh, I, I think an honest answer would be, no, I tune it out. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact is, that's true for all of us. But I mean, uh, when you say you might pay attention to it, the fact is, uh, a car and truck advertising is all pervasive. I mean, it's everywhere. Sure. You know, there are advertisements on the radio, on television, uh, in the newspaper. I mean, it, it's like they're shouting at you uh, all the time, right? Would right. that not be correct? That's correct. All right. Well, the fact of the matter is that uh, all of us have information overload, would you agree with that? Sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's just too much being shouted at us, and we have to have some kind of mechanism internal to our bodies to cope with all that information. So what do we do? You tune a lot of stuff out. We ignore it. That's yes, right. <laughs> okay. And, and uh, we ignore it until when? Until we need it. Exactly. So that's the that's the point. If... If, for instance, uh, if your vehicle breaks down and you're going, oh, my gosh, do I repair it or do I just sort of get it back to where it cranks and then trade it in or, or sell it and so I can buy another more reliable vehicle? So it's at those times that we actually start paying attention to all that shouting at us in terms of come to us because we're cheaper, better, you know, more loyal, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the bottom line is 
the the reason I say that is that, as you know, I do talk a lot about families that need long-term care financial assistance because the truth is most all families that have a long-term care crisis, you know, where mom or dad or the spouse needs uh, help, you know, in other words, uh, help with the activities of daily living, you know, just someone to be around to make sure that they're safe, uh, to make sure that they can get dressed and, and be fed and get to the toilet and, and get a bath and get, you know, be able to get up and down and, you know, the activities of daily living. Okay, well, the problem is, is if uh, our listeners out there are not in need, in other words, they don't have a family member in crisis, what is it likely that they're going to do to me? They're going to tune you out. Yeah, that's the problem. Okay. <laughs> okay. You need to yell louder, Bill. That's uh, okay, I'm not going to do that. But the, the whole point is the fact that on this particular message, I need to ask people not to tune me out, to simply listen and help. If It's like this. If they – if the listeners, if they're not in crisis – and they're not likely to be in crisis uh, today or tomorrow or even next year or the year after, this is a message that they need to get to other friends, neighbors, relatives, church uh, members. The The bottom line is that uh, even if it doesn't affect you personally, you can be a saint by telling others. And so that's why I'm asking folks not to tune me out simply because you're not in crisis today. Now, this message only applies, uh, in other words, these are the folks you're trying to get the message to, to veterans, you know, the folks that we honor, who have served during a period of war. So for that, for the majority of people we're talking about, these are folks who served in the armed forces of the United States during Korea and Vietnam. And there are a few still hanging around from World War II. Now, why is this important? Because if um, the VA, uh, and, I, and people have heard me say that when it comes to the benefits area of the VA, uh, it's like they do everything they can to deny claims. In other words, make it extremely difficult on veterans to, to file legitimate claims and to uh, actually approve those claims. Well, in, the ne- in three weeks, <laughs> on October 18, 2018, the VA is changing their rules for the long-term care reimbursement program. Now, there are a lot of veterans out there that have no clue that the VA, even though I've been preaching this for the last 20 years, uh, there are still a lot of families that have no clue that there is actually a VA benefit for uh, veterans and their families. And by their families, I mean if their spouse is sick or if, they're, uh, if the veteran dies and the widow become, or widower becomes sick, there is a... Um, a long-term care program where the VA 
if you are eligible, um, the, the VA will reimburse you for expenses up to a certain amount. And truthfully, any amount can be extremely helpful to families. So you may ask, well, what are they doing to screw veterans again? <laughs> and this is exactly what they're doing. Now, you may say, well, why am I shouting now that the sky is falling, you know, and these rules are, are being implemented three weeks from now? Well, um, the reason is they just published these rules last week. So it's it's the kind of things where uh, they were talking about it for a couple years and then the discussion just went away for a couple years, and now they have actually um, uh, published the rules in the Federal Register without any rulemaking and anything else. Now, uh, now the, the sad piece to this is the fact that this was done internally by the VA. In other words, Congress didn't have anything to do with it. Congress didn't change the rules. Congress didn't mandate any changes. Uh, this is simply internal VA policy in order to keep veterans from being able to, to file uh, claims. Uh, now, the, the, so what are the – now, I'm only going to be able to talk about a couple – of the really big changes that will have a significant impact. And, uh, you know, everybody says, well, get, get to the conclusion. Tell me what it's all about. Well, the conclusion is people who, who the families of, of war period veterans who might be eligible for this program, they need to act now, not tomorrow, not next week, not three weeks from now. Because whatever they do to, to qualify for this program, for most veterans that need help, they need to act now and not after October 18th. So what are the big changes? The big changes are these. On Oct for any transfer of assets, and that can be uh, defined by the VA as simply putting assets into a trust or purchasing an annuity. Either one, that's, there is a, a new rule that is a three-year look-back rule. And so for almost all transfers, uh, it's, it's going to create a penalty where the veteran is not eligible for assistance for up to five years. Well, you know, with long-term care, that's a death sentence because the bottom line is most veterans aren't going to live five years or most folks who have long-term care needs, significant long-term care needs, aren't going to live long enough for the veterans to do a darn thing for you. And I think that's their intention. <laughs> you know, right now, the rules are so complex, uh, and they intentionally make it this way, and they don't publish the rules so that folks have no clue what the rules are when they apply for this program right now anyway. Um, so <laughs> the, the bottom line is they've set people up to file claims where they can deny the claims. Now they're making it virtually impossible for most veterans to get a claim because of this three-year look-back rule because there are a lot of folks who uh, innocently 
would fund a trust for a lot of different reasons that have nothing to do with the VA uh, or to purchase an annuity, which, again, would have nothing to do with the VA. But the VA is basically saying, if you do that, once these new rules come into effect, then we're not going to give you a benefit. Now, there's another piece to the pie that's really bad because one of the worst things about the VA is they're slow as molasses when you file a claim. You know, it's not like a, a something where you, you can uh, put your coin in and you get your drink out at the, uh, you know, a few seconds later. The, the fastest with uh, uh, claims up that are approved are four months, and those are expedited claims. That's where everything is perfect and you send it in. Uh, and uh, and they look at it and they acknowledge that everything's there that they need. Four months is the best you're going to do. And if you if there's any little thing that they're curious about or want more information on, an application right now can a, can take eight to twelve months. And in the not so distant past, we we've had uh, families not when we've done it, but they've done it themselves, and it took them two to three years to get an answer from the VA, and of course the answer was always denied. But that's shameful. Now, with this three-year rule, it means that the VA is going to have to look at all of your financials for a minimum of three years. Right now, they they only have to look at one month of your financials Well, guess what? If they have to look at 36 months of financials to determine, you know, do we impose a penalty on this family, it's going to take them 12 months minimum, maybe two or three years to to even uh, get an answer on your claim. So all of this stuff working together is going to be just awful. Now, don't misunderstand when I'm talking about transfer of assets. I'm not talking about rich people getting this benefit. The bottom line is there are an awful lot of deserving families that are what I call middle-class families that don't have enough income to pay for long-term care. That's the whole point of trying to get the VA benefit. In other words, if they have to privately pay, because our health insurance certainly doesn't pay for it, and Medicare certainly doesn't pay for it, so if, uh, and our, our basically our health care system is not based on long-term care needs. So, uh, and, and that's a public policy issue, but the bottom line is that the, this benefit program was established by Congress to help our veterans who need long-term care, not to deny them. And the VA is just trying to find another way to deny our veterans. So, and the biggest thing, truthfully, whether you like or dislike annuities, and I don't disagree that some families have been taken advantage of with annuity salesmen uh, when it comes to VA benefits. But the bottom line is, is that the VA's thrown out the baby with the with the bathwater in this one because they're basically saying, okay, if you buy an annuity, then we're going to deny your claim for, for up to five years, um, which is simply awful. Now, for those of us who understand these rules, um, we uh, obviously can help folks no matter what. However, 
the easiest situation uh, for a family is to uh, get their claims uh, or get their planning done during this very short period of time um, prior to October 18th because – and I can't stress it enough because uh, if you don't have to file your claim by October 18th, but all your planning has to be done before October 18th, and your transfers uh, have to be done before October 18th. In other words, they have to be completed. Um, So that's a very, very short and unfair fuse that the VA has set up for folks. And and I know in my office, we are going to be treating uh, these uh, requests for help as crisis cases um, and trying to give them priority simply because what the VA has done is just awful. And truthfully, this is where we have to get the word out. And so any veteran um, uh, who has served during a period of war, and that's for the most part going to be Vietnam-era war veterans and Korean War veterans and World War II war veterans to the degree there are a few out there, uh, those families have this potential help. And so if uh, there is even the possibility of a person in that family needing financial assistance for long-term care in the next you know, two, three, four, five years, getting in to see uh, an elder law attorney now in the next week or two is the uh, best uh, thing that can be done because there's so much that can be done very, very quickly, um, which might make the difference between getting a benefit or not getting a benefit. So that's my shtick. And I realize that some of it's self-serving because here I am as an elder law attorney that can help folks. But the bottom line is uh, I'm one <laughs> who believes in in my colleagues and veterans um, and the fact that they deserve these benefits. I mean, these are the folks who were in the military during war periods, and they basically put their blood on the line and their families on the line. Uh, And, you know, Congress is always saying, yeah, these folks are wonderful and we support them, and then the VA just kicks them in the butt. And it's it, yeah, you can tell I get <laughs> upset about this stuff. <laughs> it's disappointing, and uh, I know you're very passionate about it. And the, the, the truth of the matter is, is that uh, you know, Bill, with, without someone like you, th- this message doesn't really make it into the news cycle. So it, it's very, it's a very important message that you're giving out. And if folks do need to schedule an appointment with you, I want to encourage them to call your office at nine one nine two five six seven thousand. That's nine one nine. Two five six seven thousand. You can also go to wgalaw.com and uh, you can find information about Bill there. You can schedule an appointment to meet with him. You can also register for Bill's free seminar uh, coming up on October 10th. Again, that's WGA Law. Quick break and back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander, and we're talking all about these new regulations for the VA and VA benefits and pension. 
And Bill, man, this just seems like a, a whirlwind uh, of, of changes that are being implemented in a, a very short amount of time. It is. And, and for those um, now, and, and of course, I'd always appreciate you telling folks to contact me or contact my law firm. But the, this is a, a this is a, a, a thing that that is important all across this country uh, and for uh, so it, it really is important for folks to get the word out. And, and that's my message. Uh, now, truthfully, folks can contact any VA accredited attorney for assistance. And that's the question to ask. Are you VA accredited and do you do VA planning? And if the attorney says yes, they know about these rules and they uh, know or should know how to help people. And, and that um, uh, is the, the critical message. And that is to get to a, an attorney right away. And, and this, is, this program helps with long-term care at any level. It means, uh, it could mean that you need assistance uh, at home, which is where most people uh, need assistance. It may be that you're in an independent living uh, facility. It applies to you as well. It may be that you're already in assisted living or have a loved one there or in a nursing home. These rules apply to any kind of need for long-term care. Now, some folks call this program the aid and attendance program. That's technically incorrect, but hey, if that's what you know it as, uh, then uh, attorneys uh, still call it that to some t- sometimes, and, and that's okay. It doesn't matter what you call the program. It's the, the true term is the improved pension program with aid and attendance or with housebound uh, or just the improved pension. There's actually three levels to it. But the bottom line is that if there's any possibility of you needing assistance in the next few years, getting it done now – and not after October 18th or after October 17th, I should say, um, it, it, it could be the difference between getting assistance uh, immediately or getting assistance uh, three years later. Uh, it's also, also going to mean, and you know, this is going to be the uh, Attorney Financial Improvement Act <laughs> because it's going to be virtually impossible for people um, to file claims without the assistance of a VA accredited attorney. Um, so I appreciate that, but I hate what it's doing to the families. And, and that's just, uh, it's just awful when I, when I think about it. Now, there's typically with any type of regulations, there's sometimes good things with it as well as bad. Uh, and so, uh, actually, there is uh, one of the bad things about the rules as they exist now. Uh, unless you're a professional steeped in it, you don't know the rules because they don't publish them. But uh, the fact is that uh, there uh, is some added clarity into how much assets folks can have and some added clarity as it relates to how they determine income for VA purposes, uh, and and the like. And so uh, the added clarity helps, uh, but they've they've got so many negatives stuck in there that it's going to be 
extremely difficult for for folks to uh, get this benefit program. And for me, here's the other bad thing. Uh, And I don't know that there's anything we can do unless Congress gets involved. And I would love for Congress to get involved and tell the VA to stick it. But that... uh, uh, and, of course, the courts might get involved, but it'll take the courts two or three years uh, to tell the VA to stick it. And it's uh, uh, and, and so we just have to deal with that. And so for the next couple years, no matter what, we're going to be stuck with these very uh, horrible rules that the VA is, is trying to do. And the sad, one of the sad things about this program and I've, I've had it happen to a number of clients over the years, is that um, we will apply for the reimbursements uh, and have a legitimate claim. And in the past, it's taken the VA sometimes 12 months or more to actually process the claim. And either uh, – now, I've ever, never had real denial but in my, for me, but, but, but at the same time, uh, even if they were to approve the claim, uh, if you die before the claim is approved, the VA reimburses nothing. So the bottom line is you have to live long enough for the VA to uh, not only approve the claim but then transfer the money to you uh, to reimburse uh, the, all of those expenses that, that you've had. And, of course, the the amount that they limit is very limited, and a lot of folks look at how much they actually do uh, reimburse, and they say it's not worth it. But, I mean, typically it's going to be somewhere between 1100 if you get the full claim, uh, and, and twenty uh, a little under $2,200 monthly, which for a lot of folks, that's the difference between getting the help they need and not getting any help at all. So... It makes a huge difference. And, of course, you can actually have a claim that's not done very well where they actually approve a dollar uh, a month, which is pretty sad, too. But that the bottom line is is that it's a very complicated program. Um, but, again, they're changing the rules, and they're changing them for the worst for veterans so that many families that should, should be eligible are not going to be eligible unless they get their – uh, planning done in the next couple weeks before have it done by October 17th. Uh, even if the claim is filed next year or three years later, it, it won't matter. Um, so, um, uh, but the bottom line is uh, after October 17th, then families are going to have to get w- well in front of any claim that they, they file because of how this uh, three-year look back will work. And families are going to have to be uh, very cautious of uh, annuities because uh, even legitimately, you know, because 99% of the folks who purchase annuities buy them for legitimate reasons and buy them for safety reasons. And the VA basically says, if you have one, we're going to screw you. So it's, you know, it's just devastating to me as far as I'm concerned because it's going to, it's going to keep an awful lot of families that deserve help from getting help. And I do hope that there are some public policymakers listening to this and might want to get involved to, to get the VA to roll back some of these egregious rules that they're trying to implement. 
Yeah, that seems like that would be a, a, a smart and good move because I, I can't imagine anyone who would be against this because, uh, man, you talk about our veterans and how important they are to us. This is just this is very disappointing news. Well, Bill, we are uh, going to take a break here, but I want to remind everyone that, to share, to spread your message that uh, if you know a family member or a loved one uh, who might be impacted by this, please reach out to a VA accredited attorney. Uh, if you do want to reach out to Bill, you can do so by scheduling scheduling appointment at his office at 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000, or you can go online to wgalaw.com. A quick break and back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Radio 680 WPTF. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more about him at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, we're just, uh, maybe we need to give out some Prozac or, you know, <laughs> need to have some sort of uplifting message here after the show because uh, we're going to talk about a, another sobering subject. Okay. And that's uh, the the financial abuse of our seniors. You know, this is something that uh, you know I, I can kind of understand how it happens, but it's something that I, I don't have a whole lot of patience for. Well, I don't either. But uh, you know, last um, I think it was last week we were talking about um, scams mm-hmm. and how there are unscrupulous people out there. Um, who are scamming seniors. And, of course, I I was trying to warn folks about uh, scams relating to flooding, uh, which I I know they're going on all all over the place uh, down in the southeastern part of of North Carolina right now. And I know that they're going on. The, the, The key is to fight back and not allow it to happen. Um. But, uh, you know, there's another type of scam. You know, typically scams are people that you don't know and you'll never see again. Uh, But financial exploitation is a totally different and and even more devastating type of scam if you get right down to it. Because most scams are a one-time thing. Now, and I hate to put it this way, but folks who are susceptible to scams normally get re-scammed by professional scammers. And some the worst of the worst end up getting scammed as many as 10 times. And that's because the scammers, once you're scammed once, you go onto a list that's sold to other professional scammers and you get scammed again, and then you, if you get scammed again, you get on a, a higher list uh, that costs more money to the scammers. But the bottom line is that uh, these scam lists are, are bought and sold uh, among professional thieves, and um, it, it's really sad. So it's where people have to be more cautious about uh, avoiding Scams. Oh, I need to mention this. This is good news. <laughs> All right. We'll take it. Take it where we can get it, Bill. And so it really comes into uh, scams, and it also uh, can fall into the financial exploitation piece as well. 
But um, uh, uh, the bottom line is is that you can now freeze your credit through the the three credit bureaus at no cost to you. In other words, zero. It doesn't cost you anything at all uh, to freeze your credit. This this rule just took place. I think it started last week. Um, so it's very timely. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, is that uh, particularly for seniors who don't need to open new credit card accounts and don't need to borrow money from the bank and they're not going to refinance their house or uh, buy another house with a mortgage on it, why not freeze your credit? Because the bottom line is that closes your credit file and nobody can open any kind of credit uh, in your name. Well, that's a huge help in terms of preventing at least part of the financial exploitation that goes on out there. Um, and so uh, I would, I would uh, advise folks to take advantage of that rule and, and also recognize that if you legitimately want to apply for a new credit card, you know, let's say you're not a credit card person, but you're a, a member of Costco or Sam's Club and you like the benefits of their card and you want to apply for one and you've frozen your credit, you can actually unfreeze your credit for a day and then refreeze it. And so that it, it's, uh, it, it, it makes it so much better for folks if they can do that. But that's now that I've – that's the good news. <clears throat> but here's the other thing. Seniors want and should want to stay as independent as possible for as long as possible. I'm a big believer in that. I'm a big believer in folks being able to retain control of their property. I mean, it's their property. It's their money. And why should someone be able to come in and, and wrench that control away from them? Well, this is a real tricky issue because uh, as we get older, as I've said numerous times, you know, our bodies don't work as well. And, of course, you're not old enough yet, Jason, to appreciate that. But, um, you know, uh, and for some it's worse than others, and that just makes us human. But the bottom line is one thing that happens to most of us, not everyone, but most of us, when we get into our late 70s or later, our brain slows down. Now, a lot of us uh, have to wear reading glasses, and, you know, that's if we're lucky. <laughs> you know, there's, there's not many of us that are seniors that don't have a, a, at least some uh, – uh, sight problems, and they're an awful lot. You just talk to my wife. She says, I have hearing problems, you know. Um, and, and, but the, and I do. I have selective hearing. Uh, she, but, the, but the bottom line is that um, as we get older, uh, for a lot of us, our hearing gets worse. And, and truthfully, for those of us who served in the military, there's very few. There are very few people who served in the military that doesn't have hearing loss from, you know, and it doesn't matter what branch we were in. Uh, it's pretty hard to be in the military and not have hearing loss. 
Um, and it's also true for anybody who works uh, where uh, around machinery or airplanes or any loud noises or, I mean, just mowing the grass uh, uh, without ear protection, you know, typically is going to result in bad, you know, hearing loss over time. And as we get older, it gets worse. And that's the whole point. But the biggest thing is our brain slows down. And that's if we're good. I mean, that's if nothing bad's going on, which basically means that we don't process information quite as fast. Um, and we also have to make up the fact for the fact that we might not see as well and we might not hear as well. Well, guess what? People take advantage. Those are the folks who are most susceptible to scams, okay? And uh, it's um, uh, also true um, that as we get older, we, we have to compromise. And, and at least best cases, we have to figure out when do we want help from our children, assuming that we have children, or where do we get help from a trusted friend, a person uh, that we can trust, or do we go to a professional for help? Um, uh, this is where it gets really tricky for families because mom and dad want to stay in control most of the time. Mom and dad want to stay independent most of the time. In other words, how many of us want to stay at home? We don't want to go to a nursing home, that's for sure. Um, and so we don't want our children coming in and saying, we're going to put you away. Uh, well, that it just guess what we do when we hear that sort of thing? We turn our backs and run in the other direction. Well, the bottom line is this is where people really do need to uh, have assistance. And so now when I say financial abuse or exploitation, who do you think are the people most likely to do that, to exploit you? Who are the folks who are in a position to do that? All right, Jason, this is where you have to answer. I would say, you know, those that you either trust or, you know, love, you know, those who are closest to you. Well, who's that? That's family. Okay. So, and that's exactly right. So, family exploitation, you, you know, is a pervasive problem. Now, the good news is it's it's rare. In other words, most people, they're their children are trustworthy and do a great job of taking care of things. But not every family is fortunate enough to have good dynamics throughout the family. In other words, you might have some uh, family members who are very trustworthy, good with money. You might have another family member that's a spendthrift or an alcoholic or a drug addict or um, – you know, have other issues because you know what, Jason? Most families aren't perfect. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're right, Bill. Surprise! I, I can attest to that. <laughs> Surprise! You know, so the, the bottom, you know, the folks who, um, where the, the children love each other, communicate with each other, they communicate with their parents. Uh, those families are wonderful, but you know the the truth is, if you have that kind of family, you're you're so lucky because there's so many situations where children don't talk to each other, they don't trust each other, 
there's lack of communication, there's lack of transparency. And so uh, uh, when we come back, I want to talk about how we might avoid that. We'll do just that. Stick around. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. To asset protection today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander and Bill. We're talking about financial abuse of seniors and how uh, family members are often uh, put in a situation where uh, they could take advantage. Well, of someone and, who's and for those of, of the good intention folks, sometimes it's hard to discover because when a senior is taken advantage of by a scammer. Guess what? They don't want to reveal that to the children because they don't want to um, th- for the children to come in and, and, and basically say, well, you can't manage your property anymore. We're going to take over and we're going to put you away because that's what many seniors feel. So they keep it hidden from their family members. And when a family member is the exploiter, then... Oftentimes, uh, other the, the other children find out about it, but the the parents don't want to prosecute. They don't want to see their child go to prison, uh, even though they deserve to go to prison. You know, because the bottom line is they're stealing from their parents. Uh, uh, they're greedy, and how many families have a greedy person in the family? I mean, there are a bunch of them. So <laughs> there's a lot of greed out there. And guess who has all the money in the world? Who's that? The seniors. That's I right. mean, if you look at any kind of thing, young people don't have a whole lot of money, and the the, the most of the net worth in the country belongs to uh, seniors. Um, now, there are an awful lot of folks with no money at all, but that's a different issue. But guess what? It's the folks with the money who are targeted by other folks to take it away. And so the bottom line is this is where having documents, having uh, where you choose your right uh, powers of attorney, folks who will do your financial work and people who are trustworthy, and for, and for families where you're not totally sure about it you can appoint two people you know to work together where they would have to conspire and that's pretty rare because if it has to be transparent and it has to be and so let's say that you're a second marriage well there's nothing to say that you can't appoint your spouse and one of your own children to have to work together for your mutual best interest that that works um, so oftentimes having co-agents when you don't have a perfect situation can be helpful. And if you don't have anyone or anyone that you know you can count on to take care of you, then you can have a professional uh, be part of that plan. And I'm not talking about an attorney who's expensive or a CPA who might be expensive, but there are other professionals that you can use to make sure that you're not exploited. And if you think it's uh, – well, I mean, the bottom line is this happens to lots of families. In fact, there was a recent article about uh, uh, Buzz Aldrin. You know, he was uh, the astronaut, second person to step on the moon, and uh, where he was – his family was trying to take away his independence and and was exploiting him. And 
Uh, Mickey Rooney is another uh, a story that we could talk about for an hour. Uh, had had an opportunity to talk to him about it a few years ago, before he died. And uh, Stan Lee's another one. Uh, uh, but but there's just t- case after case after case after case where people are being exploited. And it doesn't. You don't have to be rich. I mean, but if you have any money at all, and your children are in a position where they're needy. Uh, then you're in a position to be exploited, and you have to take precautions to make sure that that you're not exploited. Yeah, and if you need some help with documents, want to suge- uh, suggest that you schedule an appointment with Bill. You can do that by calling 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. You can also go online to wgalaw.com. A quick break and back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680. WPTF. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. I want to remind you that you can also catch Bill tomorrow morning on the CW22 at 8 a.m. with his TV show Money Secrets. Bill also has a book out by the same name, Money Secrets with Bill and Mike. You can purchase that on Amazon.com. That's Money Secrets with Bill and Mike. It's a wonderful book. I highly recommend it to everyone. And uh, don't forget, you can go to WGALaw.com to find more information about Bill. Maybe register for his free seminar on October 10th. And uh, if you do need to schedule an appointment with him, you can call 919-256-7000. We are out of time for today, but we encourage you to join us again next Saturday at 11. It's Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF.